The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanke. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. And welcome to the show, everyone. A very wonderful Tuesday afternoon or morning to you all. Thank you so much for listening and sharing our empowerment program with others. It really means a lot to me. Now, we begin each show with the boomerang effect, which is the concept of what you put out in life is exactly what you get back. And today's boomerang effect falls in line with our topic today, which is the leadership leap. And I was inspired yesterday after I received an early morning phone call from our high school girls basketball coach. And we've been discussing a new program that he's initiating on leadership for high school athletes, which I feel is such a valid topic today. And his team was actually in the playoffs and they had a very big game last night, a big playoff game last night. And they were actually playing a team that they had previously lost to. So he asked me to send energy to he and the team for the game, which started at seven o'clock last night. I was unable to attend because of other commitments that I had. So I did just that. And I'm happy to report that um, as much as we said, I said, coach, you've got to have amnesia on the last loss. And uh, they won that game last night. They won it very handedly. And they will compete in the sectional finals in a couple of nights. So we're really excited about that. So the conversation with him got me to thinking about what boomerang you hold for your team and what are you throwing out about your team, whatever team it is, if you're in business, um, you know, certainly if you're part of a family, all of these concepts are team related concepts. And the question I have for you is, are your thoughts about your team ones of what the team lacks or what the team is not good at or what they're missing? Or are your thoughts about your team, about the camaraderie and the possibility of people, teammates, working, playing together perfectly and peaking at just the right time? I think it's a great question to really ask yourself because uh, as I spoke with the coach yesterday, I reminded him to visualize the team doing great working together as perfect teammates and seeing them all working in a unified way. So if you're not in charge of a team, as I said earlier, what about your family? What type of boomerang do you throw out about your family, which is a team? Do you focus your boomerang on everything that is wrong 
with your parents, your children, siblings? Or do you focus on the greatness that each one holds in your life? And I can tell you that with my own children, even when they're going through challenges and struggles, the boomerang that I always throw out for them is where I want to see them rather than being stuck in that challenge. So I encourage all of you to ask yourself the question about your team and what boomerang you throw out for your team, and you can watch your team take a leadership leap. So speaking of leadership leaps, we have joining us today on this very, very interesting, fascinating topic, Dan Cassetta. Welcome to the show, Dan. We're so happy that you are joining us today. Thanks, Fee. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Let me just give you a formal introduction so that our listeners know about your greatness, Dan. Um, Dan graduated from Santa Clara University in 1992 with a degree in management. He has been one of the most successful members of the Vector Marketing Cutco Cutlery Sales Organization for the past 26 years. Hard to believe it's that long, Dan. You're just so young to, you know, to be around for that long. <laughs> yeah. He's won seven, get this, seven national championships with the company and has developed at least nine other national championship winners at various levels in the company. Dan has also produced over $100 million in sales for Cutco, is a member of the company's Hall of Fame, and has become one of the most sought-after speakers at company events. He teaches skills like selling, leadership, financial well-being, and personal development to sales reps and managers nationwide. Dan is a huge sports fan. I am too, Dan. Go Bulls. <laughs> I'm not going to rub it in or anything like that, but whatever. Um, loves, to, loves to travel and is also published author. I'm just kidding, Dan. So, um, Dan, let's begin as we talk about this really wonderful topic, the leadership leap, um, with some of the adversity that you have faced and um, to frame it in, you know, how that adversity allowed you to really just look at this from a perspective of being able to grow personally and take a leadership leap for yourself. Sure, sure, Fee. You know, over my professional career, I feel like I faced a lot of challenges, um, as probably anyone listening to this program also has. Um, some issues were related directly to my business, you know, key people leaving it inopportune times. Sometimes there were outside forces affecting our sales. And, uh, and then other personal challenges that range from fairly normal all the way on up to, you know, personal tragedies. You know, I lost a, a roommate in a car accident when I was in college. And then uh, my brother uh, and my father have both passed away, you know, over uh, the last uh, 15, 20 years. And, uh, you know, those are things that I've experienced. And some challenges have been positive, things like competition with other people in my business, uh, things like setting big goals and trying to achieve them. Uh, this past year was particularly difficult for me professionally. And I think that's, you know, part of the reason why uh, we've connected here on this topic today is some of the things that I've experienced here over the past year. Um, I had a colleague who left our business and went to try to replicate our model elsewhere and uh, recruited away three of my top managers from my organization who each you know, ended up bringing along their replacement with them. And so I effectively lost about 50% of my 
organization's previous year's sales and had to begin rebuilding that. And I'm sure that this kind of, um, you know, this kind of recruiting goes on in other businesses, so it's not really a unique challenge for me or for our business, but kind of the way that it went down with, you know, some secrecy and deception and things like that made it very painful for me. And so it, it hurt a lot more, I think, because of how, how things happened. And it also happened right in the, the about one to two months before our peak time of the year. And so I had a lot of, I had to scramble to fill a lot of holes. And that, you know, I would say that that turned out to be the most difficult one to two months of my professional career. It was just, just a little under one year ago. Um, so those are a few of the challenges that I think I faced. And certainly the attitude that I've had is one of looking forward and being solution oriented and finding ways to grow through the challenge and view it as a test of my character or as a, a way of having a better story to tell once I did succeed. Wow, really wonderful. I would imagine that there was a tremendous sense of betrayal that you felt, you know, with kind of the, the, the mass exodus that you experienced, particularly before, you know, peak selling season. Um, I'm just curious, Dan, how did you, as you're, you said that you, you know, look forward, become solution oriented, how did you overcome the, the, the feelings of betrayal or the difficulties in terms of how you felt during that difficult time? <laughs> well, once things had happened, they had happened. And, you know, many years ago, I went and saw a, a, a wise old man give a speech. And he talked about overcoming challenges. And he, he said that whenever he experienced a challenge or whenever we would experience a challenge, he suggested to us to pose this question to ourselves. And I can still remember this, and this literally was in 1990. He said, the question you ask yourself is, am I going to die right now? Am I going to die right now? And of course, the answer is probably going to be no to almost any challenge that's in front of us. And if the answer is no, then you can and will handle the challenge. So starting with the viewpoint and the expectation that everything is going to work out is a really important place to start. You know, as I said, once something's happened, it's over and you can't turn back the clock. So instead of brooding on what already occurred, it's important to shift our focus and look at what's next and where we go from here. So, uh, you know, among other things, when I experienced the, the challenge I described, I reached out to a very successful Silicon Valley business executive whose opinion I respect highly, and he gave me a lot of good insights about running a business, particularly the idea of loving on the people who remained loyal in an effort to really solidify and develop them. And that was the first part of the solution for me. And I feel like this also created kind of a blessing in disguise scenario for our company in that we learned about the importance of making our top people very difficult for anyone else to recruit through better rewards and stronger relationships. So there were a lot of good lessons to be learned there. And I really tried to focus on the lessons and the positive opportunities that were created for the people who were here, you know, continuing uh, to work with me and helping them reap the benefits of those opportunities. So overall, the vibe and the culture of our organization is, uh, is much better than ever before, even though our overall sales took a temporary hit. Yeah, and, and I think that's really an important um, em- emphasis is that you might go backwards temporarily, but by looking at 
what I call the seed of grace in the obstacle that is being presented. And that's certainly what you did uh, during this time. When you look at that seed of grace and you're able to really do that, do what you said, love on the loyalty of the people that remained, you know, and really strengthen, take that lesson that you learned from that experience and strengthen it to make it an even stronger organization than it ever was before, then you're taking the positive out of the situation instead of, as you said, you know, brooding on it. And I love the question of, Am I going to die right now? Because chances are you're not going to. So that's a wonderful, uh, wonderful way to, you know, question. I think one of the things that I really enjoy about coaching people, Dan, is asking empowering questions to obtain different perspectives on what their what their challenges that they're they're facing, what the clients are facing. And um that's a wonderful one to use. Am I going to die right now? I, I, I hope that uh, if I have people sitting in my office on my purple couches in my office, they wouldn't drop dead when, if I ask that question. That's just <laughs> a little funny thing. Um, let's talk about your mindset. I really enjoy speaking with top leaders of organizations about the mindset and the focuses of their minds when they're faced with different challenges. So can you speak to that for our listeners? Sure. Well, I I think a big part of it is that general concept that, um, you know, focus determines how you feel. Um, You know, if you dwell on negative things, then you can't help but feel bad. But if you focus forward on what you can do now, then you're typically able to a little bit better control your emotions. So that, that certainly is a big part of the mindset. Um, I think also over time, you gradually develop an understanding that challenges and adversity are positive, that they are the seed of something great, that we only grow when there's resistance. And therefore, when these things come up, you're, they're a lot less daunting to you um, than uh, you know, in, than they are initially. And I think that's also part of the mindset. It's kind of developing that feeling of wanting to embrace difficult times and embrace challenges. Um, and this applies to everybody. It doesn't, you don't have to experience, you know, a, a, a tragedy in your life to have challenges. If you're setting, uh, you know, difficult goals, challenging goals, then right there you're experiencing challenges and trying to rise up to, achieve them and trying to learn what you can and working hard enough and all the things you have to do to achieve your goals. And I think the people who, uh, you know, want to put themselves in that position are the people that become the highest achievers. And then I I guess I would also say I've I've heard um, the the concept of feeding your faith instead of feeding your fear. Uh, You know, we both have faith and fear uh, hiding inside of us. I think uh, Stephen Covey wrote this first many years ago. And uh, whatever one you feed will dominate. And so learning to feed the right one and starve the other, I think, is very important. Feed your faith, feed your confidence, and starve your fear. Starve those feelings inside you of, you know, oh, I don't know if I can do it, and feed the belief that you can, I think is an important key also to the, the mindset that you have to have. Yeah, those, that's a wonderful concept and one that I certainly adhere to, not only in my own life, but, you know, to, as a coach to really, um, 
nurture that 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 spirit of faith, no matter what their faith is, you know, in terms of what their beliefs are, but just to believe in something greater than uh, themselves, and that there is a very loving, supportive uh, possibility that exists within each person and within each human being. Wonderful thing. And one of the interesting things, Dan, and, and what I find is in the people that I have interviewed in this uh, on this radio program is that the challenges and the difficulties that people have faced, and it's this is in any walk of life because we don't just talk to business people, we talk to people um, of all walks of life. What it points to for them and what it guides them to is their purpose, their mission, their greatness within themselves. And I have found that that's been my lesson in interviewing these people week after week is, you know, that when somebody uh, has 23 knee surgeries and uh, chooses to use that as an inspiration to be able to climb mountains again, not just you know, listen to the doctors and not walk, but really just to say, I'm, not only am I going to walk, but I'm going to thrive. And I'm, you know, beyond survive, I will thrive through this. And I definitely know that that is the attitude uh, that you hold as a result of going through um, the many challenges that you faced. And I'm sure even, you know, the death of your dad and your brother and your roommate, all of those things um, as, as, difficult as they are and I'm experiencing it right now with my mom and her she's got really um, failing health right now it's difficult but you find in it some type of inspiration to keep moving forward you know to not be to not be stuck as we addressed at the beginning of the show today you know don't be don't look at this as don't look at this as a place for you to be stuck but rather look at it as where you want to be next. And that's what I think you're really um, suggesting here to our listeners if they're facing, because many people out there are facing um, a variety of challenges in their lives, either at work or, you know, in their personal lives or whatnot. Would you agree with that? Certainly. And I think also, see, it helps for people to share your challenges with other people who are going to be supportive and encouraging and and also, um, you realize that you're, you're not the only one. Everyone is experiencing challenges at some level in their life. And when we kind of realize that, you know, that the things that are happening to us is not the only time these things have ever happened to anyone in the world, um, you start to put it into perspective a little bit and, and, uh, and understand that it can be overcome. Yeah, great point. And on that point, we do have to take our first break. We'll be right back. We're speaking with Dan Cassetta on the Leadership Leap. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. 
Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I dot com, and find out more today. Because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And welcome back. We're speaking with Dan Cassetta on the Leadership Leap today. And over the break, Dan and I were just discussing some of the really inspiring stories that he has seen over the years. And, uh, and Dan, being such a, a strong and effective leader in the Cutco Vector business over the years, Dan, just can you just briefly mention some of those inspirational stories that you were sharing over the break with me um, that really has helped you to become, to grow personally uh, at, a, at a deeper level and to become a, a greater leader than you already are? Yeah, sure. Well, I've literally worked with thousands of sales reps over the years, and so there are a lot of stories, and just a few that popped into my head during the break as uh, he and I were chatting a little bit. Um, you know, I, I think about I had a kid come apply in my office uh, who was a, a paraplegic. Um, he he was not just limited in terms of, you know, a lot of people that are in a wheelchair can at least, you know, move a little bit and can drive, and he, he couldn't do that at all. He could barely move his hands. He certainly couldn't move his legs. And we're, you know, recruiting for a sales job, you know, going into people's homes. And I thought to myself, man, what are we going to do here? The guy had such a positive spirit and positive attitude that we wanted to be able to give him a chance to work with us. And, and that guy ended up having some reasonable success, became a part of what we call our key staff, which is kind of a leadership group in our organization, achieved uh, four promotions with our company, um, and had a, had a real positive impact on other people. Um, I've had, uh, I had a guy who had a serious, serious speech impediment. Um, who wound up being my number one new sales rep in the summer that he started working with us. And, you know, other people, when they see this guy outperforming them, it, it really just reminds them of the advantages that, you know, that they all have, that we all have to be able to be successful. And, and it really challenges us to use the blessings we've been given uh, to do well. I've had, uh, you know, a young lady um, who received a diagnosis of having cancer at, you know, at 19 years old. 
um, you know, who overcame that and continued to, you know, on in her life to be, to become successful and do a lot of positive things and, and share her story and impact people. So, and as I said, there's really no limit to the amount of these, um, in some cases, untold stories that, uh, that I've seen that people have, uh, have used to inspire other people around them. Yeah, and, and what a treasure to be able to work with people like that, Dan, so that you, I mean, you, anybody, you and anybody around you and, and around them are truly inspired. And I, I call it, you know, don't argue for your own limitations, but rather look at what's possible in your life and in your world. And those are people that are definitely demonstrating all that is possible. You know, when you're when you're quadriplegic and and you you know, or if you you've got a speech impediment or you're diagnosed with cancer, those are difficult things to encounter. But with that really that positive spirit, that fighting spirit that they have, not arguing for their limitations, but really looking at what's possible, it's just so inspiring. And I'm I'm glad you've had an opportunity to impact those lives of those people that you've uh, worked with. And you didn't see the limitation in them either. You didn't argue for their limitation. You gave them a chance. And and by you giving them a chance as a leader, you were uh, enabling them to really see what's possible within themselves. So there's, it's just such a, um, such a wonderful, again, if we talk about the boomerang, such a wonderful boomerang concept of really just holding out there for people what's possible in their lives. Yeah, if you argue for your limitations, then you get to keep them. Yeah. And as a leader, it's the same thing. If you argue for your people's limitations, then you're preventing them from, you're, you're causing them, it to be harder for them to overcome those limitations. So I think right. that's an important paradigm shift. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about how you maintained your composure during some of the difficult times in your life, Dan, uh, when you were, you know, going through some of those, some of those tragedies, difficulties, how did you maintain your composure? Well, most of it is stuff we've already talked about, about how your focus, you know, determines how you feel. I think that that really is the key, uh, the key concept. Um, remembering that it's important to focus on what is in your control. If something is outside your control, then it does no good to dwell on it because you're not going to be able to impact it anyway. So focusing on what's in your control, looking forward. I've also, I've always been a good student ever since I was a little kid, and I've always tried to focus on, well, what can I learn? Who can I talk to? How can I uh, develop some new ability or skill to move past this? And I've focused on, you know, my own development to kind of help take me past these sort of challenges. Um, you know, when you talk about maintaining composure, I have to also add here just that I had an unfair advantage in the last year in maintaining my composure, uh, and that was the birth of my daughter. So it was actually four days after, or four, four days before I started finding out about what was happening, you know, with our organization, uh, I had a little girl. And um, every day for the next one to two months, I feel like I had some kind of new stressor added to my life every, you know, pretty much every day in my business. But uh, at the end of the day, there was my little girl, you know, that I could hold and look at and play with. And it really put everything into perspective. And I couldn't help but feel positive and enthusiastic and optimistic about the future. And so that's a good lesson in how your focus 
helps determine how you feel. You know, because as I said, at the end of each day, I'd be focusing on this little girl and, you know, with everything ahead of her. And I couldn't, couldn't help but feel good when I was focusing on something like that. Leave it to the love of those babies, this, those children, to really help shift your, shift your mindset, shift your attitude yeah. so that you can, you know, let go, of, let go of the difficulties and really focus on the, the joy and the presence of a child. You know, I, I really believe in um, watching the, the biggest gift in children is really their, their pure presence and the gift that that holds when you watch that, their presence. They're, they're so, you know, joyful or sometimes if they're unhappy, they're present in that emotion as well, you know, and, it's, and, and then when they get, get a little bit older and they begin to play and engage and interact, you can see how incredibly ple- present they are when they play. They're not thinking about the next thing. They're just really present. And I learned that from my children as well. So, so happy for you that, um, you know, on the birth of your daughter and, and that you got a chance to really experience that with her during that time. That's the gift that she gave to you, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, how would you say you, you took adversity to use it as a catalyst for your personal growth? What, what did you specifically do um, to really channel the adversity and use it as, uh, as that catalyst for growth? Well, so specifically with the, uh, the past year, um, I would say that the challenge has certainly provided an enormous opportunity for me. And first, I had to really get out front and be a very vocal, inspirational leader with all my people to kind of help, help them see through the clouds, so to speak. Um, you know, as, as things were unfolding um, last March and April and May, uh, you know, there was certainly a lot of, there, there was a lot of doubt. There was a lot of uncertainty uh, in, the, in the, the team. And I had to, to really be vocal and inspirational to take people through that and also to help them understand the benefits of the new opportunities that were providing, that were, you know, cropping up for them. Um, I also would say that I may have been a bit too comfortable with my business and my life and that the challenges that I faced uh, caused me to recommit myself to the process of personal development. And I definitely w- would say I've elevated my own knowledge and my own level of leadership substantially in the past 12 months by digging in a lot more with that desire for personal growth and reading and listening to audios and doing the things that help me to learn more uh, you know, things that will help me inside and outside my business. Yeah, so it was one of those things that, you know, um, you look at, again, you look at, as I always like to say, the seed of grace in it, when you're starting to kind of just feel comfortable or maybe just taking it for granted, so to speak, the the business itself, because it is such a wonderful business, such wonderful company, the products and the programs we speak about here, we've had uh, many uh, Cutco leaders and, and vector leaders that have been on the program because I firmly believe in uh, the company, the programs, the products, and most importantly, the people and the culture that the company um, provides for the people. But just to really, truly uh, get to a greater level of appreciation for those opportunities, opportunities I'm sure you had a chance to, to see that over this past year, right? 
Yeah. What What's the impact of these challenges um, on your relationships? What have you noticed about the relationships uh, because of this this growth opportunity that you faced? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, so some of the guys that left were, were they were my protégés. They were like my little brothers. And so I really had to look within and figure out what I could have done better to have possibly retain them. And it, it certainly is possible that I could never have overcome the sort of false pot of gold that had, you know, was, uh, was promised to these guys um, elsewhere. But it doesn't serve me to think that way. Instead, I am better served by looking within and saying, you know, what could I have done better? And then implementing those answers in my current relationships, both business and personal relationships. And so it definitely has impacted how I interact with my current people. I feel like I've been a lot more proactive uh, in the last year. I feel like I've been communicating better. Um, I also feel like I've been really out front about improvements in our corporate philosophies and corporate strategies that can make a difference for a lot of our top people in the future. So there have been a lot of, as I said, blessing in disguise uh, scenarios that have come out of this that have caused me to improve on the way that I interact with people uh, in the business for sure. And how about personally? Have you Did it really make an impact on your relationships personally? Yeah, well, you know, it, when you think about experiencing this uh, challenge as I'm, you know, beginning to raise a new baby here, uh, um, you know, Phoebe and I have, uh, have we've become a lot closer um, in, in, you know, in dealing with this challenge sort of together um, and uh, just the, the support that I've received from, from uh, people in my personal life has had a powerful impact. Um, so I do feel like, as, as I said, it's important to share challenges you face with people around you who are supportive and encouraging and that when, when, you, when you get a chance to get the support from them, um, it, it certainly uh, helps strengthen those relationships. And, and I think uh, there'll, be, there'll be times when they need you also. And, and so having that, uh, that kind of situation where you can share things with each other and be able to impact each other positively makes a big difference. Yeah, and I'm sure when you stand back and, and you're kind of vulnerable about your experiences and what you've been, you know, what you're going through, you get a chance and an opportunity to show a whole different level um, to your partner and, you know, or the, or the people that are in your life and, and that are supporting you so that they can actually give that level of support and give to you for that purpose. And I know, you know, I love to talk about the concept of giving and receiving being one. So that, you know, when you're when you're going through some of the difficulties that you have faced to take a leadership leap, it does allow people to give to you and it allows you to receive from them. And so therefore it becomes that cycle of giving and receiving. And like you said, it may come back full circle, which usually life does. That's what would presents in life for most people is the full circle moment. So that when, you know, when they are in need of support, that they give that or that you give that support to them and then they receive. And so it's, it's a beautiful, um, it's a beautiful cycle to witness uh, as you face different challenges in your life, isn't it? Yes, indeed. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. I believe, Dan, that there's always a deeper 
meaning, a deeper purpose of going through challenges. And you, I know you said earlier that you really like to look at the lessons that you've learned, but what do you suppose uh, was the deeper purpose of you experiencing some of the challenges that you faced over the past year? Well, I was certainly reminded of why I love what I do. Um, My job has little to do with selling a product per se, even though that's the end objective. Um, Really, what I do personally has everything to do with developing people, particularly young people, uh, into better thinkers and better connectors, better leaders. And so instead of thinking about how I can create more sales for our products, my daily thinking is centered around how I can add more value to the lives of the people I work with and then beyond my work as well. And so the, the, you know, going through this has helped me realize that that's really what I love to do. I love being able to have impact and create opportunities for people to learn, create opportunities for people to grow and to thrive, to bring them skills, to bring them beliefs and philosophies that will help them, and to set a positive example in my own life that will help uh, help move them in the direction they want to go. So uh, just really having that reinforced and strengthened in my life has certainly been a, a main thing that has occurred here because of this. So it's I love looking at the beauty of the adversity that people face to say, Perhaps, perhaps the, you know, the people that left the business and they did so maybe in, in not the uh, most um, desirable manner, but perhaps the, the gift that you received through all of that was your understanding, complete and clear understanding of your highest purpose and how you are, what you're here on earth to serve. And that is, as you said, you know, developing people into better thinkers, connectors, and leaders to really understand that. Isn't that amazing that through all of this, a year later, through all of the difficulty, that you're more clear about that role that you play in your life? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It certainly has turned out to be a positive. Yeah. And, and one of the things I always know, and I've, I've asked this question or, or mentioned this, um, mentioned this to clients when they're going through different challenges and, and, and going through all the different things that they face in their lives. I will say one year from now, one year from now, your life will have greater meaning and greater purpose as a result of going through this. And I've seen it time and time and time again. And my coach, when I was going through coaching, said that to me. One year from now, Fee, this will all make sense to you and you will see the deeper meaning of it. And so I'm happy that you and I, Dan, are able to speak from this level of you being so clear about the gifts and talents that you can offer to the world and, and why you're here. And that's, uh, that's really most important. And we've got to take another quick break. We'll be right back. We're talking about the Leadership Leap with Dan Cassetta. Live up to your fullest potential. 
This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Social media is important to your business, but you might not know how to do it right. Doing social media yourself can be a challenge. I have discovered a company that gets it done for you. They post seven times a week to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Google+, and they can monitor reviews on over 45 sites at a price any business can afford. Get more information at GetSocialWithFee.com and get your free analysis to determine your company's social media effectiveness. Visit GetSocialWithFee, that's F-I, dot com, and find out more today. Because doing it wrong is worse than not doing it at all. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. Welcome back. We're talking with Dan Cassetta. And Dan, I would like to ask you, how would you like to use your influence on the young people that you engage with? Well, you know, I really enjoy what I do with Vector Marketing, and, and the fact is that I get to work with a lot of young people um, through this, you know, through this job. And um, a while back, I heard someone describe his work as uh, what he said is, is uh, I'm in transportation. He said that is, uh, I take people from where they are to where they want to be. So in my experience dealing with so many young people, I feel like, the young people I come in contact with, they all want certain things. And there are a few that are common to virtually all of them. Um, they want to have meaningful work that provides enough, you know, financial well-being to have a nice lifestyle. Certainly, they all aspire to something like that. They all also, I think, want great personal relationships that uh, provide them with some fulfillment. And then... The third thing, I think, is that young people today, I'm talking about the people who are, you know, 18, 20, 25-year-olds right now, uh, they increasingly define success through having a positive impact on the world. And so what I want to do is help the young people I come in contact with to achieve these three things, you know, to have, uh, you know, good financial well-being and great personal relationships and then to make a difference, to make an impact. And uh, in order to do that, you know, they have to develop certain skills, they have to develop certain key beliefs, and I'm here to be able to teach and model these skills and beliefs for the young people that I, I have in my organization and that I meet outside work as well. 
and what meaningful work that is for you to provide that and also to kind of filter it down to those three important aspects of a young person's life. And I can tell you too, uh, Dan, from coaching the numbers of people, thousands of people over the past 15 years that I have, um, everybody, no matter what, uh, what age range they are in, everybody wants to be here to make a difference in the world and to take their gifts and talents and utilize them to the greatest ability to kind of, you know, leave this planet a better place than when they first arrived. And I know that when when they can do that and serve the greater good and serve society in the highest possible way, that that is just the most impactful and inspiring way uh, that they live. And it, it brings great um, great inspiration to the lives of many, not just to their own life, life, but to the lives of many because of that, because it just, it, it, it's a, it is a catalyst for them to keep going forward. So it, it, seeks, to, it seeks that boomerang concept that you shared to at the outset of this uh, segment, you know, yes. the, the, the world is not like a pie with a finite amount of slices and in size, you know, as we all add value inside our own circles of influence, what we're doing is we're increasing the possible benefits for everyone. We're increasing the size of the pie. And everyone else who does the same increases the possible benefits for us. So we all get more when we contribute more. And every organization is a microcosm of this concept. So by making it a priority to contribute and add value versus focusing on what we're getting out of something is a really important paradigm shift that I think uh, all people, young people especially, but all of us can make. Wonderful. Yes, I agree. It's a wonderful concept that you shared. And it is, you know, if people were to uh, walk into their work and say, how can I add value? I think that, that that really creates that paradigm shift that you're speaking of. I agree. Let's talk about the most influential leader in your life, Dan, and who that is and, and what you have gained from being uh, influenced by them. Uh, great. Well, you know, outside of uh, my direct contact, the person I've learned the most from uh, is Jim Rohn, who is a speaker, author. You know, he, he passed away a few years ago, but I, I feel like I've learned a ton from him in terms of the most influential leader directly in my life. My strongest mentor has been the president and CEO of the company uh, that I've worked with for these 26 years. Uh, his name is Bruce Goodman, and he's provided me with several things that I think are important. Um, one is, you know, I feel like I've always had the autonomy to make decisions and do what I think is best. And that has, you know, given the impetus for me to be able to grow and, and to take responsibility for what I'm doing. I feel like I've also had enough direction from him to correct my mistakes and keep me learning. And I think that's important as a leader is that we provide that direction and feedback for the people that we work with. Um, but then what I'd also say about Bruce is that uh, his own powerful personal example um, has been uh, really influential for me, class, integrity, and just many other personal characteristics that he has have been exemplary for me in my life. So that's the person I feel like has impacted me the most. 
And it's wonderful. And and I do know Bruce, and I would uh, agree with you, Dan, in terms of his um, tremendous uh, influence and tremendous example that he holds and carries for uh, countless lives. And it it really is truly wonderful. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about um, how we create a more empowered society. Well, that's an amazing uh, topic to talk about. Um, it, see, this certainly starts with having people like you who are out there actively making a difference every day. You know, So I really want to congratulate you for what you are doing. Um, in my opinion, empowering our society starts with education. And I'm not talking about just formal education like college. I'm talking about the real-life philosophies and skills that make people more successful. Um, philosophies like wanting to add value, which we've talked about today, being a giver, not a taker. Um, skills like the ability to connect with others, um, effective communication, um, emotional intelligence, which is a big part of what we've talked about today in terms of overcoming challenges and the beliefs you develop and the way that you focus and you know, maintain your composure. And then qualities like integrity and loyalty. And um, the reality is that societal change doesn't happen quickly. But if every person who's listening to this interview committed to bringing these ideas to everyone in their network, we can gradually bring about the changes that will create a better and more empowered society for our kids and for future generations. You know, it's got to start somewhere. And so, you know, why not with all of us right now that are listening on this call? That's uh, that's what I would say. Yes. And, you know, uh Again, thank you for thank you for the compliment. I uh, I really truly believe that um, we need to continue the conversation of how to accept responsibility to for our own lives and be able to create the life that we want, the ideal lifestyle that we want. And I'm not talking just in terms of material things. I'm talking about the values of honesty, integrity love, appreciation, gratitude, the things that really make a difference in the lives of many. And so, um, you know, it's really important for me to continue to have people voice how to do it over and over and over again. And that's the platform for this show and why it's important for me to share the real estate here with others because I just have one voice and one opinion, but by um, by sharing with others and by continuing the conversation of growth and empowerment, we can certainly see the differences that occur within a person's life and then as that spreads in the lives of many. And then pretty soon, you know, we'll see the ripple effect of that and the value of that. So... You're doing a great job, Dan. Thank you for sharing. Um, let's talk a little bit about the priorities and how your priorities have changed since you have made a leadership leap. Sure. Um, well, it's really about looking for ways to add value. That idea that uh, that I mentioned about the the pie, you know, the world not being like a finite sized pie. Um, the since I've made a leadership leap, I feel like I have focused my energies and my attentions on thinking about how I can 
add value, how I can impact people around me, how can I contribute to others. It's that servant leader paradigm that's uh, becoming so popular now. Uh, Simon Sinek wrote a book called Leaders Eat Last, which uh, really talks about this concept. He's got a great TED Talk, by the way, that you can listen to that's awesome. And um, that whole paradigm shift has, has been one of the key things that uh, I think I've grown in over uh, over my years as a leader. Wonderful. Um, what about advice that you have for other leaders who may be facing challenges? Uh, well, the main one is this: is that when you know when life's going along smoothly, there's a tendency to kind of stagnate and become complacent, and so the great challenges that we have push us to the next level. And I would advise uh, that there's almost always a light at the end of the tunnel. And once you come out into that light, you see things you never saw before. You'll be a lot better because you went through that, that darkness in the tunnel. So, you know, looking back on everything I've experienced, I could definitely say that I've grown tremendously as a person, not because of what has happened, but because of how I've responded to what has happened. And so in the moment for young leaders that are facing challenges, just realizing that there is that light and that you will gain and responding by focusing on the things that are, are in your control, focusing forward, learning from the experience and continuing to, to uh, you know, move toward the goals that you seek, that's uh, really the only way to respond that makes any sense. And it's all about response, isn't it? It's all about how you respond to those things that really come up and are in your face that really are, are, are uh, tugging at you, tugging on your heartstrings and really wanting attention. And you, the, the only thing that you have control over is how you respond. And so I would say to you, Dan, in the face of some great adversity and great challenges, uh, you as a leader have really responded and um, taken a taken a step uh, into yourself even more, taken a step into appreciation and growth and relationships at a greater level. So kudos to you for that. Yeah, um, how about just uh, before we wrap, we've only got a couple minutes left. What are some habits that you recommend for people to help them to take a leadership leap? So the process of ongoing personal development is the most important one. It, 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 whenever you're learning new things, you number one, you feel better about yourself and you feel more motivated. You'll be more likely to do the day-to-day things that you're supposed to do. But aside from that is you have more value to add. You have more stuff to share. And I would encourage people who are you know listening to this to be actively growing in terms of uh, reading or listening to audios or both or whatever works best for you um, and surrounding yourselves with positive people that have good stuff to share and then share those things with other people in your life. Develop a, a following of people that you can share your, uh, your, your new knowledge with or just even, you know, going home and saying to your, you know, your brother or your mom or somebody, Hey, I learned some really cool things at work the other day. I learned some really cool things, you know, and this, setting or at school, this is something I learned, I wanted to share it with you. The more we share the things we're learning with others, the more we reinforce those ideas and strengthen those ideas within ourselves. So that process of personal development combined with sharing what we're learning with other people is one of the key things, that, you know, key habits that I would say will help people to grow more quickly. 
Sure. And I, I enjoy the process of sharing and asking questions. Uh, I, it's, it's always been a dinner uh, topic of conversation about, you know, uh, offering that with our children. Hey, what is it that you gained from today? What did you learn? And even, it w- even if it was not a book knowledge, uh, uh, you know, experience, if it was just something about themselves, um, that is, that always adds to the conversation and adds to the sharing. Well, we are out of time and we really appreciate you sharing your wisdom, your uh, inspiring message, Dan, and how you um, took adversity and made a leadership leap for yourself and how that is impacting others. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Steve, for giving me the opportunity. Yes, I really appreciate it. And as always, we honor and acknowledge our troops for their dedication and service to our country. And thank you, our listeners, for choosing to spend your valuable time with with us. I wish all of you a very inspired week. Talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Team Mazanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then.